episode two, the kickback. It's good. This is D. Ace, March 18th, episode two. Alright, yeah, let's get into some some real shit. Uh the Avengers trailer came out this week. If you haven't seen it, I don't know if you're like you, you gotta be under the rock. Or or you're purposely trying to avoid it, which good luck because that trailer's gonna be everywhere, so you can't watch TV until that. Or you don't comes have out. or you don't have Wi Fi, which if you didn't have Wi Fi or it's coming back on the internet, you probably won't be listening to this podcast. So could be at the library. <laughs> that was playing. But uh all right, so the Avengers trailer is gonna be probably the most epic movie, probably next to Black Panther. It's gonna be a box office smash, we already know. However, looking at the trailer there's been a little bit there's been some theories going on around who's dying who's not so definitely somebody dying yeah so that's that's been confirmed for sure so um i'm looking forward to you mean you think about it this is a 10 year i mean even though this is the first uh avengers film with uh thanos like actually doing shit I mean, Instead he's been doing he's yeah. been doing stuff in the background, but you're actually going to see how um, powerful this guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been a ten year buildup from the first MCU movie in two oh eight, which yeah, was, Iron was Iron Man. Man. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to Thanos whooping like 30, 30 <laughs> of these peasants' ass, bro. Like, right, especially like the the fight where they had it was Cap, Widow, and uh, Black Panther and, and Wakanda, and yeah, then Wakanda's getting ate up, washed up. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. And then just for look a little subcontext. So if you haven't been watching all the Marvel movies, basically any movie that has anything to do with the Infinity Stones, those all kind of tie into Thanos a little bit. So yeah, um, you'll see a lot of that in the movie. And uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. I feel like this is gonna be the one that everybody wants because it's gonna have a lot of action in it um which is what most people like when they go see movies me personally uh i'm just waiting to see some more black panther i want to see some tony stark uh, i want to see i'm interested in seeing like how dr strange plays a role in this movie because uh if you think about it dr i mean dr strange is probably the strong uh, he could do him the most. The vision. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, Vision. Um, they can do like more of the majestic stuff, which yeah. I guess came into play with, um, like the Guardians of the Galaxy too. That had a lot of mm-hmm. out there, not normal stuff. But I feel like they're not gonna give Doctor Strange like his due diligence because he's not as popular as yeah Cap or Iron Man or Spider Man. Yeah, I think Spider Man's gonna get a lot of screen time. But no, I mean Doctor Strange. I mean. If he wanted to, he could like make all of them not move. Like, right, but, right. But Thanos, like, uh, Thanos is some else, some some serious. So I think I put Strange over Vision just for the fact that Vision is using the Infinity Stones for a lot of his powers. Like oh, yeah. it's so like Strange is just uh, like he's a he's a doctor turned like sorcerer. So he's just like a lot of a lot of knowledge so he's a lot of things in his toolkit yeah i did see i mean it did look like he was like held up so maybe they know like dr strange is that dude so maybe they have to hold him up but um getting back to somebody dying i think my guess is cap probably 
Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good guess. Um, that's a good guess or Tony. Mm. It might be both. I mean, if you don't know Thanos, Thanos can with a snap of his fingers wipe out half of the universe. So I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen because mm-hmm. they're gonna start this whole MCU thing or introduce a lot more characters right and right to for the newer generation so they can keep making money so exactly um but yeah i'm excited i already bought my ticket so yeah. yeah it's definitely waiting to see that on opening day um i think one thing that i'll be excited about is not just the avengers movie but kind of what happens next after this well because there's gonna be one this year and there's gonna be another Avengers movie next year yeah but then after that is when we start seeing all the new uh, newer movies like the the next guess set of Marvel movies yeah, and now they phase. have the uh, the licenses for X-Men and stuff which yep. is what what I grew up on then I want to see what they saved do saved the Marvel in the 90s basically yeah, yeah. so um, hopefully hopefully we get to see some of the uh because actually the X-Men some of the X-Men characters have some very pivotal roles in um, advancing the storylines for like Black Panther mm-hmm. um, hopefully Hugh Jackman comes back to play that would Wolverine. be sick that would be sick and we could see Hulk and Wolf, like Wolverine fight on like that would be yeah. that's one of the more epic fights in superhero I don't know what you want to call it, but we'll, we'll say comic book history. Yeah, comic just book in general, history, yeah. include the movies and the comics. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, look out for else, that. Did anything else you notice about the the trailer? Mm, the I guess the one big question is like, where do you think the last Infinity Stone is? That's a good question. Because um, a lot of people are saying they think it's it might be Wakanda. Or it's in Wakanda, but... I think we would have seen hint about it in the last movie, though, right? Um, I read that uh, Ryan Coogler said there's a reason why they didn't reveal they didn't reveal it, or it wasn't Wakanda, so I don't know if he's just like keeping quiet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but if you think about it, right? All the other movies, when the Affinity Stone was there, there's always like some type of hint to it, yeah. whether it be Guardians, Thor. like They all weren't afraid to show that they had a... Or even in the first or second Avengers movie, the one with the vision in it, the second one, um, they're not not scared to let everybody know that they had it. So, or the, I mean, might have to go see Black Panther again and see maybe there's an Easter egg everybody missed. Possibly, but I think there's a reason why they are fighting on Wakanda. Right, right. So we'll see about that. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't have anything. Anything, not anything else major that I saw in the trailer. I think I need to watch the trailer some more because I've only watched it twice which I feel like for a Marvel trailer might not be enough yeah so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be looking to watch that some more and maybe I'll find something yeah I think Marvel does a good job of uh, with their trailers mm-hmm. they'll show they'll show a lot people are already interested in them but they'll show a lot but they won't show everything everything unlike DC so mm-hmm. um and also they have a they balance their characters really well despite having so uh, many so many yeah personalities on screen so this is true this is yeah. true um next uh, 
since we're talking about March Madness. Yeah. Well, since it's March Madness, Mar- there's a lot of madness yeah. in this damn Kanye bracket. Right. Um, yeah. Some of the stuff I saw on Twitter was kind of ridiculous. It's so, just this, and I understand everybody has their own favorite like era of Kanye, right? I mean, but I feel like yeah. I feel like it's a sin to have anything that came out from uh, Life of Pablo or Jesus in your top four. Uh, That's just me because I feel like his catalog is so so amazing that I feel like so real quick my rundown actually I'm not even going to give a rundown of my favorite Kanye albums because this is how it is it's any album that I'm listening to except for Pablo yeah yeah and I think Jesus um, should have a lot more credit for the totality of like just everything that was going on in 2013 Mm -hmm. and the rollout which there was no rollout there was no cover art right um it was it wasn't rushed but there was like um how do i say it it was sort of like an industrial feel to the to the album because mm-hmm. it wasn't it didn't sound like mass i don't know it didn't sound like it was it didn't uh, sound like it was like 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 done in like um like a super like polished or the production was really raw yeah, there yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't pretty. It's not pretty at all. You got to think all the interview like Kanye doesn't do any more interviews. Uh, well, very he's very picky with yeah, them. very picky. But he was doing a lot of a lot of his uh, internet gems came from that from those interviews, mm-hmm. and I feel like I mean everybody says Kanye is an arrogant guy. Mm-hmm. I, he's. I think he's been that way ever. He's been that way ever since he's came out. But it was amplified to the fullest from twenty thirteen. Yeah, 2013. I think he he really came into his own because like you gotta think at he that was time, really he got. I think he got too big at that right. Because you gotta think also at that time that's around about when him and Jay Z did that album too. So that was after Watch the Th- like how you make you make uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy and Watch the Throne back to back. Yeah. Which Watch the Throne is still like to me, like even though it's a collaborative album, it's like a top, top four album. Both in their prime. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, well I mean, Jay, does Jay Z technically? Would you say Jay Z has a prime? Because I feel like every time Jay Z comes out, I'm just like, damn, Jay Z did it again. I don't know. That's just me. I feel like all right. So Watch the Throne was 2011. Um, mm-hmm. Blueprint three was trash. Yeah. I feel. I just feel like. I well, mean, maybe that wasn't. It wasn't for me at that time, right? So maybe I don't know. Blueprint three didn't I land. Should, yeah, I should stop saying trash so much. Mm. When I say all right, no, I no, say, no, because I, I follow you when. Good. Yeah, I mean, I gotta. I have to. I guess I gotta put it in context for because there's people. Hopefully, they're gonna listen. Um, mm-hmm. Jay Z's my favorite. Jay Z and Kanye are like tied for my favorite artists or whatever. I mm-hmm. always say. Kai is my favorite artist. Jay Z my favorite rapper. So mm-hmm. um, that's fair. Just Jay Z settled for what was going on at the time in '09, and there was no, there's really no replay value to Blueprint Three. So that's why I call it trash. It has some tracks. Magna is kind of the same too. Yeah. Um, but I Watch the Throne is just two guys on the top of the game doing what they love, mm-hmm. pushing each other. Right. And we got a really great product, and now we're getting whole bunch of uh, 
copycats to yeah. these to these duo albums. So, but not to get too off topic, yeah, Pablo is my least favorite. Jesus should have more credit. I think it's somewhere in the middle for me. Yeah. Like if we were to make a list, it would probably be like yeah, maybe like third or fourth <laughs> from the bottom out of what. You could say you could say it's his worst. I mean, one of his worst albums, but I mean, his scale is different compared to. And I think okay. uh, like different people receive Kanye's albums differently, which I feel like he's probably one of the most interesting people to talk about for that reason. Um, you might run into somebody who's like most people will try and say that College Dropout is their favorite, and then some people will say Graduation is, but mm-hmm. then some people will actually say Yeezus is their favorite, right? But then yeah. they've also never listened to the other Kanye because it just never appealed to them. Mm-hmm. So. But that's a really good thing about. I mean, that's rare and rare in hip hop, or because most most you, artists can't even do that. Yeah, you got to think of our artists in general. Like, like usually, usually what happens is the fir- person's first project is their best, and then they'll fall off. Like, there's only a couple of people where, it, depending on your mood of like how you're feeling or where you're at in life like or just saying like like Kendrick's gonna be that Kendrick's gonna be that way like Damn is a really good album but Good Kid Mad City is gonna be somebody's favorite or a lot of people's favorite or Temple Butterfly or Mm -hmm. or uh, Section 80 I wouldn't count that as an album even though it's officially not an album but I like that more than Good Kid Mad City when it came out yeah I agree wholeheartedly but uh yeah it's fucking Kanye bracket um so basically so for people who haven't seen it on Twitter yet it's a imagine uh like a March Madness style bracket but just instead of teams it's Kanye songs so all of the more popular Kanye songs are pretty much put it into a tournament and then you kind of based on the bracket figure what would be your favorite songs out of it so um a lot of a lot of interesting brackets online a lot of hot takes um, shout out yeah. to the guy that started C. Dot Harrison. I never, I mean, mm. he has a blue check. I never heard. So of he's him. official. He's yeah. Well, I know. I mean, yeah. no, it's no just. I never, I never heard of him before this. So right, right. But I'll do some more research. He's probably doing his thing because he got a lot of people to get onto this. But mm. um, I'm looking at the second second round on the on the northwest side. I'm I'm just trying to see any upsets. Um, Dang, last last call on Hey Mama. That's a that's a that could have been a toss up. Right. Um, I feel like those are kind of like deep cuts at this point because most people know Kanye from some of his other stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, if you were to ask people about those two songs five, ten years ago, almost, then those would have been at the top at almost everybody's list. Yeah. Um. Heartless beat monster. Hmm. I feel like Monster was just such a like an amazing song. Like even if it were to come on today, like people would still like react to it in a similar fashion to when it came out. Maybe not as many, but I still feel like that song is pretty impactful, especially with Nicki Minaj's verse being so so interesting. And then to find out in hindsight that they were thinking about taking her off of the song, crazy makes it kind of that much more interesting to me. Um, okay, okay. I was gonna say one of the brackets, um, from at Smitty Gavin. I think this is probably the one that I like the most. Um, just kind of going over his final four, ended up being Slow Jams, 
from the Chicago bracket, The Wire from the Northwest bracket, Runaway from the Donda bracket, which there's kind of some toss-ups in there, and then Touch the Sky from the Saint bracket. I feel like that's probably the closest to something that I would pick. Um, I don't know. For, For that Donda bracket, I feel like I would probably pick Good Life. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, I actually don't like that. Watch the Throne songs are in here because they're not just Kanye songs. Yeah. Mm. Even though I will say Watch the Throne, um, Kanye made Watch the Throne. Right. Right. He right. Jizzy was like the ultimate assist on that album. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, actually, I don't. <laughs> All right, here it is, right here. Ultralight beam spaceship. Ultralight beam versus spaceship. Yeah, and ultralight beam came out. And then also I see diamonds from Sierra Leone. Be dark fantasy, but I don't know if that. I guess that's not the remix. I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with dark fantasy. The spaceship ultralight beam. I feel like spaceships is to me like a like a legendary song from Kanye. But, but I think it's a it's kind of, yeah it is but it's kind of like but as of right it's now it's a deep cut it's a, it's actually I mean a, yeah. it's kind of a deep cut to the main I guess to mainstream it, now because yeah. I'm pretty sure like a good percentage of people who listen to Kanye now and are they're listening to like the current sound that he's had for the last couple of albums or sounds would never listen to that song mm-hmm. just randomly like you couldn't put that on a playlist with stuff that's out now and I think that's kind of like the problem with that I see that it says gorgeous felt a homecoming. That don't sound right. I mean, I get honestly this hot take. I don't really like gorgeous that much. Like really? I, I understand the the backstory of the song, right? And I get it, but it just doesn't really do it for me. Okay, fair enough. I guess I could I could go either way too. Homecoming was one of his bigger singles, but um, yeah. I I mean my favorite. I'll, I'll probably do a bracket. I haven't done one yet, but my favorite's Kanye song, and I think this is like the um song that encompasses everything Kanye is. Can't tell me nothing. Yeah, I think that or touch. I mean, touch the sky could go up there too. Can't tell me nothing. Touch the sky was a really interesting song for me because that's kind of how I found out about Lupe. And I was like kind of late on that wave, but this was also back in like the MySpace LimeWire days. So music was just not that easy to come by. Um, but that's why I like that song a lot. Do I particularly think that song is really good? It's it's okay, but I feel like that song just hit at the right time for me, which is why I would bump it up. Okay. So. Yeah, I think Can't Tell Me, no, nah, that, that would probably get a buy to final round for yeah because so. can't tell me nothing i think is when he ascended because i feel like he was in a pocket of like the soul sampling music and then can't tell me nothing is like him just kind of becoming like that arrogant kanye that we really like that whole i think the graduation was like his i mean it was graduation like mm-hmm. that was he's had mainstream hits before but i mean i think stronger was a one of his more uh I think that was like his first like kind of really pop-esque hit because of the Daft Punk sample. Yeah, and they almost didn't let him get that sample. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they did. But uh, um, yeah, 
graduate um that's graduations actually that's the first uh that was the first Kanye album I bought and I still have it yeah I that's, think that's um, the first one I bought yeah that was, the, that was the first one that I bought with my own money now my dad was really into music so I just ended up after he was done with albums I ended up getting them from him mm-hmm. but I remember going to like Best Buy and buying uh, that album which it's crazy that Best Buy is not selling CDs anymore yeah they're about to discontinue but I mean everything's digital I mean everything's yeah. digital now so and everybody's trying to get vinyls for stuff but I feel like you could always get it online it's just I don't know it's gonna be different when you can't just walk into a store and buy an album but that's kind of getting on a different yeah. different subject entirely so look look forward to because i know both me and ace are going to be working on our kanye brackets so um if you're not already following us on twitter um i'm at d state gold on twitter i'm at one take ace that's the number one take ace so be on the lookout for that um all right so this was a actually a brunch uh conversation and i feel like me and my friends kind of have the it's like the same but different not i'm not gonna make it sound boring but we have the same but different conversations because we all mm-hmm. like the same stuff and this was a sports related thing mm-hmm. um all coming from like different backgrounds so we have different approaches to this yeah topic too everybody's different uh yeah they're just different tastes in general but uh it was talking about lebron's uh was it just like the shoe line or just like the yeah, legacy? So like- the, the original discussion was basically in a nutshell, would LeBron ever jump over the jump man, right? So there, the discussion started is when I was looking at some stuff on round two and I saw that uh, they were trying to sell the LeBron ones for 350 which if you were to go back in the time where that shoe came out, or a little after like you couldn't give somebody that shoe you couldn't pay them to take it right so nobody wanted it but now it seems like there's like a de- high demand for all of the early lebrons mm-hmm. i would say maybe like one through four one through five so yeah those and i just think i mean the good for me i can't i can't even really distinguish that's a that's one other thing too i can't really distinguish in my head like which like what numbers are what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I mean, I think I got my. F- I had a pair of soldiers to hoop in, but uh, I had a pair of eights, nines, tens. I remember those, the, the heat from the heat days. Mm-hmm. I kind of remember the early ones. I think the fours are like the. They kind of have like the curly kind of. Or the curvy yeah. thing going on in it. But yeah, just basically like. I don't. I mean, he has the best chance of doing it, mm. but I don't see it being anytime soon because there's just so much. But I think the thing that I feel like Jordan will always be Jordan, right? Jordan to me is like the Ralph Lauren of like sneakers because you look at most of the sneakers that people wear on on the average is like one through fourteen, and then some of the higher numbers. Yeah, I feel like most people can wear those in multiple occasions. You can get into some clubs with wearing a certain number of Jordans, right? But you can't, like nobody's getting into the club wearing LeBron's. What like did, it's just- What did Dom say? Uh, don't wear LeBron's to the club, that shit's ugly. Yes. It's such a legendary line. It is. Cause it I feel is. like it still holds true. The, the newer LeBron's are getting closer, but like at the same time, 
I feel like they're still very far apart from being like a lifestyle, like casual wear sneaker that I feel like they're more of you're hanging out with your homies or you're, you're hooping. Yeah, they're more made for um, basketball performance or the LeBron always uh, like the tech and the, and the Nike and his shoes have always been A1. They've always used the newest tech in them. Um, not saying that Jordan, like his shoes weren't made for basketball because they were. They were the premier basketball shoe once upon a time, believe it or not. Like people mm-hmm. actually hooped in Jordans. Man. Um, but I don't know. Just even knowing like the stories behind how some of them are made, were made, um, the inspirations behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like I... I I know all the Jordan, like the Jordan numbers. I don't know LeBron's like that. And I think that's the thing for me too. It's like when you look at, like if you just show me the entire catalog of LeBron sneakers and then the entire catalog of Jordan sneakers, as far as just the numbered ones, not all of the side projects and stuff, but all of the numbered signature series, I would probably, I think anybody would select more Jordans than LeBron's, but it's just, but I think maybe that's just a sign of the times, right? Because we, when we were growing up, Jordans were still super relevant, even though Jordan had stopped playing probably when we were in middle school, early high school. Yeah. So he, uh, I was just gonna say there's like a sentiment. I mean, I know I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the time. I wasn't old enough to watch him play in his prime, but mm. just, I mean, my dad. Whenever my dad got new Jordans when I was when I was younger, I got them too. And then just watching like highlights and you being able to pinpoint, like, oh, he was wearing these shoes in this year, or he mm-hmm. was doing, like, he has All Star Game sneakers. And that's also due to, um, just the quantity of like how many shoes were coming out at the time. And shoes are definitely now like. The sneaker game is at like at an all time high. Right. But there's they definitely more of a market for yeah, it. Yeah. Back then there wasn't. And Jordan would only come out with or have new, his new silhouette. Um, there would only be like a couple colorways to him. Right. For like per year. And that would be like a home, home colorway, away, maybe an all star game, and then some he wore in the playoffs. Right. So. Which is different now, because like let's say even with the Kyrie's, right? So the Kyrie is on four right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's so many color Kyrie's that I can't particularly pinpoint like which ones he wore in which game. And sometimes they're player edition ones that just will never come out. So like or those you, are different too. But that's just kind of in general. But you got the black hit like Black History Month ones and mm-hmm. Easter. Got Easter. You got mm-hmm. Christmas. All star game. And this is all in one year with one silhouette, pretty much. Yep. So it's different because when Jordan was coming out, there weren't as many. But just in general, shoes just didn't come out as often. So I feel like now there's so many on the market that people don't really go, okay, I need these because I'm a Kyrie fan and I like that dunk he got in game four. Like it doesn't, I don't think it resonates that way. I think people are just going, okay, there's sneakers. People are going to buy them. Let's put this athlete's name on them and get it to market. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're just different times. It's going to be interesting what uh, or the future for like LeBron's um, signature line. Because I mean, a, a friend brought up this 
while we're eat I mean while we're talking about it um they could make up st- I mean they could make up fabricate or find some inspiration of what he did and bring up a storyline mm. to a certain shoe um I mean they had an easy way of doing that with the zoom generations with the all-star what he was wearing in the all-star game or his first his first game um but I can't really I'm trying to think of moments like LeBron had that could be uh considered for that I know when he had that that comeback with the Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. like back in 05 when he scored I don't know like how many or many points of the last the last points the Cavs had to score to be, win that game but maybe that um, I mean, the guy never did a dunk contest, so right. can't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I mean, but they already had like his championship shoe. Like he already had his championship pack with the Miami Heat, right? Which could retro again, but I think I think the South Beaches and maybe like yeah. some of the other because I know with the LeBron fours they had like some random colorways i don't think you've ever worn the game like the fruity pebble colored ones i don't think you ever wore those in the game but those are like really highly sought after for some reason that's true but like the south beaches are like the only lebron that i can pinpoint that i go okay this is happening at this moment and then when this shoe came out everybody had it because they they just wanted they wanted a piece of that moment that was a moment in sneaker history i will remember um the dude fader Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he bought up like the all of them in uh, Re- Regency. Ah, uh, yeah. Shouts out to the. Infinity. I was supposed to actually skip school to go um, try to get a pair from from Orange Park, but I was scared that they were gonna call my dad to tell him I was skipping school. So yeah, missed out on that. But um, yeah, South Beach is definitely man. That's I haven't seen a pair in a while, but they're still. They used to be like all over the place. Yeah. They used to have quite a bit of fakes but at that time like fakes were getting like really good so i wasn't really like analyzing that deep but um yeah south i remember they used to go let's say if you go out for a night or whatever you would see at least like two pairs off beaches after a while mm-hmm. so but yeah to me like those those are the bronze that had like the biggest impact but for me like jordan right you have the jordan ones you know you got the royal colorway the chicago colorway you have the unc colorway and that's just one sneaker but and then you can go to like all the other yeah. numbers and they have their yeah like um last shots those have been retro to death but mm. that's something else um the cement three is really recent cement true blues so i can't remember how many times those have been retroed the um the space jams yeah they're actually doing 11s i'm glad they got the um mold right again on those shoot on the 11s now they actually look mm. like the ones that retro retroed in like 2000, 2001, they don't mm. look like bananas anymore. <laughs> like the, 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 the patent leather cut was so low on them. Yeah. It just, it would look really, it would look really funky. Especially when they did the lows with that silhouette, with that, the change to the silhouette, I feel like it looked super funky. It almost looked like a totally different shoe to me. Yeah. But yeah so i i don't know it's kind of hard to say right now and i think maybe it's because everybody that is into sneakers now is so attached to jordan for the most part that it's hard to see somebody who's like a lebron head and that's another thing right nobody's a lebron head 
but there's like Jordan heads. There's like there's there's very there's very few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not it's not much. the same. The numbers don't even compare. Yeah. It's not even like close. So, but it'll probably be up to the. I mean, I grew up pretty much grew up watching Kobe LeBron, and LeBron or Kobe and LeBron and. Mm-hmm. I mean that's another guy, Kobe. I mean they're start they started to retro his stuff. I mean he's had. I mean they did the eighty one. Mm-hmm. They they dropped the Kobe ones with the eighty one. But I mean him either. Like I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna there's not gonna be another Jordan. But LeBron has the best chance. Right, and I think it's kind of a lot to ask for LeBron or Kobe to try to fill those shoes of Jordan because Jordan was just doing him and he was just kind of in his own zone and then. He was just such a phenomenon at that point. I don't think you'd ever be able to match that. Um, but I don't know. Got we'll, the Olympic, we'll, the Olympic, Olympic Games with the the Dream Team. Where he's wearing the sevens. Like oh, the two. One of the greatest teams ever. That's that one of anything. my favorite yeah. uh, Jordans, by the way. The Olympic sevens. Um. Yeah. Shout out to LeBron though. He's doing his thing. Yeah. But on that note. Some of the Kobe's have been kind of growing on me. It's just like a random side note. I think maybe it's just me getting older, but the way that Kobe's shoes are made are so intelligently done that I feel like even though they might not be the most visually appealing, like I think like Jordans are like just some sexy sneakers, right? But then like you gotta appreciate the technology in the Kobe's. And I feel like they're kind of a special spot. Definitely. Based on that. Just a side note. Um, but yeah, um, anything else we wanted to go over or talk about? Nah, man. We, I mean, we did the episode earlier, so um, so just remind got, you again the yeah. playlist. Oh, check it out on Spotify. Link will be in the description. Here, um, yeah. Hopefully, we can get another episode in. Yeah. So you guys got some extra quality content. You got two episodes in one week. Typically, we'll do maybe like one every couple of weeks or so just to kind of keep everything current yeah. but um yeah well, also also i'm going out of town so oh this is true yeah, so, so for this next week next coming yeah, up week we won't not. have an episode but you got two episodes this week so yeah but uh march 18th sign off episode this is d two oh, episode two yeah i'm yeah. looking at it because i fucked up on that on that episode <laughs> yeah it's all good this is ace Signing out. Yep. <laughs>